Talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge on the team. And joining us right now on the team line, head coach of the Maverick men's basketball team. Fresh off Wednesday mentioned over uh, victories at Highlands and CSU Pueblo. Mike DeGeorge joins us. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Morning, Jim. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Thought we'd we'd grab you early today since you'll be on the road tomorrow heading to to Westminster to take on the Griffins. So uh, for your basketball team, uh, just finished up being on the road uh, at New Mexico Highlands and then at uh, CSU Pueblo on Saturday. And going back to the Highlands game on Friday night, uh, high-scoring game, very much an NBA kind of score in this one. 116 to 108. Uh, your Mavericks prevail as, uh, uh, boy, Trevor Baskin, what an incredible game. 43 points for Trevor Baskin in that game. We'll talk more about uh, his performance in just a moment. But also, your team from the foul line that um, you break the NCAA free throw record. You go, you started out, of course, uh, 33 of 33 from last weekend against School of Mines and Metro State. You go, and, and shatter that with uh, a mark of 58 out of 58. Congratulations on that record. And uh, it, it just goes to show how good this team is in, in terms of getting to the foul line because you have to get those opportunities, Mike, to make that happen, but then cashing in uh, from the foul line the way you have. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to explain, honestly. We really hadn't shot the, the ball very well from the free throw line this year. We've been a little disappointed with that. And so maybe it's just the... the uh, law of averages even out because we do have a good shooting team and so but it was timely because you know obviously with uh Matt Greniker being out these last two weeks um you know having you know I think missing two free throws over both weekends uh has been key for us to get all four wins well something we weren't surprised about is you set a uh, a new school record with 298 and and adding to that obviously hope to uh made threes in a season it broke the previous mark of of 293 back in 2021 2022 that's that's not a number that you're surprised i think that this team was able to to break no that was certainly the goal when the year started and you know we obviously the game has changed and we continue just to be a little bit perplexed i think everyone that follows any basketball at any level just how impactful a three-point shot is and you know what are the ends to how much you can shoot it and not have it positively impact the outcome for your team and you know, it's just as an example, I was looking at some stats the other day and we're, you know, we, we lead the nation in two point field goal percentage. We, we shoot over 65% uh, on twos, but we've shot less twos than anybody in the country. And so, you know, we've just been really selective in terms of those two point shots. When that help comes, we're going to move the ball to the open three. So if the help doesn't come, you know, we have great finishers. Um, and when the help does come, they move the ball. And it's hard to just let Trevor get in there and, and finish one-on-one. Um, and so, you know, that's what teams have done for the most part. And if they continue to do that, we'll kick it out for threes. Now, Friday night, New Mexico Highlands, uh, got to give Mike Dominguez credit. It was a very creative game plan. He basically just denied our shooters not only shots, but cuts, too. They basically just face guarded those guys. Wouldn't let them cut, wouldn't let them get threes. And so they basically let just Trevor and Christopher Speller play two-on-two in the paint. Uh, and, um, you know, those two combined for 64 points in that game and obviously led us uh, to, a, to a tight victory. Well, Trevor Baskin has been playing as well as anybody in Division II basketball uh, during this recent stretch. 43 points, third highest single-game scoring total in program history, two points behind uh, who was a Division II player of the year and Ryan Stephan, who was an incredible player and he played for the Mavericks. 
and some guy named John Baskin, who happens to be the all-time leading scorer in Maverick history. Oh, yeah, and he's also Trevor's dad as well. I, 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 I'd love to hear the, the conversation between John and, and Trevor about uh, just coming up a little bit short of the old man's record. Well, uh, to be honest, Trevor was kind of disappointed because on the scoreboard at Island, they had up there that he scored 45. And uh, Trevor is very aware of that record, not only because of his dad, but he works out in the summers with Ryan Stephan as well. So I think that was pretty important to him that he'd gotten there. <laughs> and then when we actually got the stat sheet, it said 43. So uh, he was a little disappointed he thought he'd tied those two, which would have been pretty cool. <laughs> Just came up a little bit short, that the moment of jubilation, then, oh, no. That's not exactly yeah. what I got. It's, but uh, but came up just a little bit short, but still a tremendous performance for uh, for Trevor Baskin in that one. And then you go to CSU Pueblo. It's always a, you know, a bit of a challenging road trip going from from Highlands going up uh, you know going up the interstate to to play in in Pueblo. And uh, you had a real dogfight while it was a high scoring game at Highlands. This was more of a defensive struggle at times in this game. Eighty two to eighty, you get the win against CSU Pueblo. Trevor Baskin had 17, Christopher Speller had 16, Mick McCurry had 14 for you, Mike, in a, in a much tighter affair at Masari Arena than the one that you had at New Mexico Highlands. Yeah, I mean, first off, their, their game, Westminster, who's our travel partner, so they played at Highlands on Saturday, and Pueblo, their Friday night game, that uh, got postponed Friday night with like 10 minutes to go in the game because of a power outage. So then both teams only had to play uh, 30 minutes that first night. And then the 116-108 game, I think, took a lot out of both of us, us and Highlands, and they lost to Westminster on Saturday night. And, you know, that second half, we didn't make a lot of perimeter shots. Our legs were pretty tired. And then, you know, for Trevor, he actually got sick in the, on the bus on the way up to, to Pueblo. So he ended up, uh, you know, really losing a lot of fluids, and, and he was not quite himself on Saturday. And it was really an impressive effort. Like, you know, he, was, he gutted through it. And he had that huge three, and he had the big steal to kind of secure the victory in those last two minutes. And it's a lot of credit to him and his character that he was able to battle through that and still find a way to make a major contribution. Yeah, no doubt. Trevor, as you mentioned, with the steal 12 seconds left and then got to the free throw line to, to win the game at CSU Pueblo. And so, Mike, your team is now tied. It's still tied with Fort Lewis, uh, both 19-1 uh, and in the RMAC right now. You're 23-3. and They're 24-2. and Though... Boy, it seemed like for a moment you guys were going to jump into the the lone spot atop the Armac. Uh, uh, they almost lost uh, to South Dakota Mines. Uh, came up uh, where they were able to come up with a, a, a really close victory, eighty six eighty three. But it's some good news in terms of regional play too. That number one West Texas A and M and number eight uh, Dallas Baptist they both lost this past weekend. So almost almost got everything you wanted, which would have been a of course a a, a Fort Lewis loss at uh, at South Dakota Mines. Yeah, you know, right now we just take care of what we can control. And the fact of the matter is that we can win these two this week. We win at least a share of a conference championship, which is an incredible accomplishment. And, um, you know, this group has had so much success, it starts to become normal. Like it does, you know, not to compare to our baseball program, but they've won every conference championship since 2011. Like, you know, but there are 15 teams in the league and they're all trying to win. And so to be able to, to win it, uh, a share back to back would be incredible. Um, you know, and we won it uh, three years ago, and two years ago we were half a game back. And so, you know, this has been an incredible run by this group, and we'll be honoring those seniors on Friday, and or excuse me, Saturday night. And, and um, you know, so it's just really a remarkable accomplishment if we can do it 
uh, again. And, and, you know, Fort Lewis obviously has a really tough weekend playing at, at Metro and at Mines uh, this weekend. So we'll see how that plays out. But just if we can control our own deal here. And, you know, the other remarkable thing is we're trying to close out an undefeated road season in the RMAC, which is, you know, almost impossible to do. And last year, you know, our only loss uh, in the RMAC on the road was at Westminster. So, you know, a big challenge ahead for us tomorrow night against a team that's playing well and plays very well at home. You know, Westminster right now, uh, eight and seventeen overall. They're they're last in the RMAC at four and fifteen. But they've, as you mentioned, Mike, been playing better basketball. Most notably, that upset win at New Mexico Highlands uh, this past weekend when they won seventy five to seventy one, where where Trey Wood had a, a big game in that one, twenty seven points to lead the way for Westminster. What's been different, maybe, about their team since when you played them earlier in the season? They actually played really well in our place, and I, we had a very difficult time guarding them. You know, their problem all year has been their defense. They, they are missing several of their better players have been out for the year with the major injuries. Um, so, you know, they've been a little undermanned. Uh, but, you know, they continue. Norm Parrish is a great coach, and he continues to help them improve, and they're getting better at the defensive end. And, you know, they held Highlands to 71. Highlands scored 108 on us. And so, you know, it'll, it'll be a big challenge for us to go over there. And, you know, it's just a different environment at games over there, and it's a Tuesday night. So not only do they not usually draw very well, and it's kind of a dead environment on a Tuesday night, you know, there's literally maybe no one in the gym on a team that's, you know, eliminated from the postseason. But, you know, it's a meaningful game for us, and it's a meaningful game for them to, to just compete and get a, get a you know, a signature win for their season if they're able to get us. So, um you know, it's, it's, a, it's a really important game. And, you know, my message to the team this to, tonight when we get to Westminster for practice will be, I think it's the most important game of the year. You know, we got a chance to, to secure uh, this road win and, and secure an undefeated season on the road and set ourselves up uh, to go win on senior night and, and win a conference championship. And so, you know, it's just an incredible opportunity, but the challenge is real. I mean, it's 1,500 miles uh that we've traveled since thursday and we'll be in a bus for 26 to 28 hours i mean it's it's a lot to ask of the guys and uh, particularly when we're a little on demand right now with westminster and western we'll talk more about them coming up they're they're two of the teams that are in the, the bottom half of the conference right now they're out of uh contention for the armac tournament you know they, they'd be the classic you know back-to-back trap games how much do you have to talk to your guys about that or is this something that they just they just know what's at stake and they know who they're playing and they know they have to to to, to really try to to tune out what the records are of these two teams and, and the fact that you've beaten both these teams already yeah i think that you know first off i think tonight it's just the, it's just or tomorrow it's just this discipline challenge and so like you just have to recognize that your body doesn't want to do that, you know, and your mind has to will you to, to be inspired and make an inspired effort. And, um, and so I think there's a lot of talk about that. And then, you know, um, we do have six guys that are going to go through senior night. They all have another year of eligibility, but uh, several of them decide to graduate and move on because they want to go to grad school um, and, and not continue to play. And then the others are kind of trying to figure out whether they want to come back or not. But, we will make it about our seniors on Saturday, and this group has been incredible for, for us for a long time. And I think that playing for each other and, and really trying to secure that for our seniors will be a lot of inspiration. So really it's about Tuesday night and just trying to find the motivation uh, over the, the, the tired body. 
As you mentioned uh, on Saturday, Mike, uh, senior night for your basketball team when you take on Western, uh, you went up there and, and picked up the victory against them uh, on the road earlier uh, in the season when you uh, you were able to win 67-45. Though they've got a little bit of momentum. It's, it's a rivalry game, and so that always plays a, a role in it as well. But they're coming off that win against uh, UCCS 84-82. to where they, uh, they were down by a point at halftime, but uh, were able to come back and uh, ended up winning the game in overtime, 84-82. to Yeah, they, you know, the coach is new, and he's, he took over a difficult situation to kind of, uh, you know, because they hired a coach who, who'd been left after a month, and, and a couple of players went on the portal after uh, the new coach, was, the first new coach was hired, and then he left, and so... Uh, you know, they, it, it was a difficult set of circumstances. They've really had a remarkable year. And when we played them, their two best players were injured and out that night. So, you know, they will come in and they are going to be free and loose and letting it fly and, and really playing with a lot of freedom, whereas, you know, there's a lot more pressure on our guys. And it's funny how, you know, when a guy's in contention for playing time, you know, sometimes he gets a little tight, he doesn't shoot as well. Then you put him on the scout team and you're like, you're the scorer on that other team. Well, then we just can't stop him, you know. So it's kind of that mentality where they've been freed up to just play loose and, and let it fly, and, to, and and people tend to play better that way uh, without that pressure on them. And so, you know, we're going to have to be really mentally tough and, and, and take on the challenge of uh, playing a team that's uh, really grinded out this year and been competitive all year. When you beat them up at Western the last time, Xavier Harris was the only player for them in double figures with 10 points. Tyler Halligan, though, who only had six against you the last time, he had a really good game against UCCS, uh, finished up with, with 14 points, uh, went 5 of 10 from the field, hit a couple of threes for them. So uh, the, the freshman guard, the redshirt freshman, started to come on for, for the Mountaineers a little bit. Yeah, and, you know, they, they've kind of got different guys on different nights, and, you know, they just have been really, uh, you know, a solid defensive team, and then they just run a ton of little sets uh, that are tricky to deal with, and and, um, and so, you know, it'll be a big, uh, big preparation for us on Thursday and Friday after getting back from this uh, trip on Tuesday night.